This is the 99X Technology Podcast. Tune in to RTN Tech Sessions every Thursday for practical approaches and solutions to all things tech. Hello everyone. Welcome to Weekly Tech Podcast of 99X Technology. Today we'll be talking about cost optimization with Asia. So joining with you today, I am Charit Vikram Singh, Senior Software Engineer at 99X Technology. So I have been working with major cloud providers such as Azure and AWS for past couple of years. Next up, we have Johan. Hi guys, uh, I'm Johan Gunatilaka and I've been working as a Senior Software Engineer for 99X Technology around four years now. And I have uh, experience with major cloud providers like Azure and AWS. And I'm a Microsoft Certified Solutions Developer too. Uh, talking about our experience, me and Charit, we are working on a project which is uh, migrating their on-premise solution to a cloud-native solution within two years. So uh, we have been working with a lot of Asia technologies and uh, we have been dealing with very cost-heavily cost, uh, costing services. So uh, we have dig deep into find like what are the ways we could optimize our operational costs. So there's this uh, misconception of people having like uh, every time you move your on-premise solutions to cloud that it's very costly but uh, i would say it's not because uh, as we all know these cloud providers came into the picture to reduce your costs it has this uh, capable capabilities of planning then uh, paying only for the resources that you use if your operational cost is uh, heavy running on Azure or any other cloud provider than your on-premise solution, then you are doing it wrong. So today, in today's session, we are going to uh, identify what are the mistakes that people are doing while working with these and what are the tools that you could use to reduce your operational costs. So Charit, uh, starting off, we'll say I'm a newbie to these cloud platforms and I don't have uh, any of the accounts. So what are the ways or the credit platforms that Azure provides me? Yeah, actually, Asia have a couple of uh, credit programs. So uh, I think a lot of people know about the AWS ones. So you get 12 months and everything. Actually, Asia also have the similar program as well. So uh, to start with, Asia have their free account. So uh, with this free account, you get access to a number of population services at no cost. In addition to these free services, to utilize the paid ones, you get $100 credit, uh, $200 credits. And that's okay, for 12 okay, months. Good. And then you get the Microsoft Partner Network where you'll, uh, it's, it's same as what I explained earlier, you'll receive $100 every month. And uh, then there's a program called Microsoft for Startups, you'll receive, where you'll receive um, $200. Um, I think uh, that's per month, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and the, it should be. Yeah, and of course the Asia for Education, so educators, students, and uh, institutions. So they'll also get these 200 credits, Asia credits, along with the free uh, services. So these are to be utilized for the paid ones. Um, yeah, yes. and uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Chad, I have one question, like uh, what will you say, like I'm a student and I have been utilized my 12 month period and I'm still a student. Will Asia give me another year to work with Asia? Yes, yes. If you're a student and if you still have your studentship, uh, if you are still a student, Asia will continue your program actually. So they'll give hundred dollars next uh, next year. Um, yeah, it's a yearly thing. So it, it, they'll give you next year as well. So you can continue as far as you are a student. 
okay so that's a good thing to know like uh, most of the other cloud providers i have worked with they have a limited time that you have to utilize it then after that uh, you won't exactly. be any have any support so that's a good thing yep yeah and so, then yeah. Uh, i think we now it, it, it's more about as you mentioned it's for a newbie so johan um, i think the main main goal of our program uh, our, this podcast is to tell our listeners if you have already if you already have asia solution so how do you reduce your asia costs because it's a it, when it comes to any cloud provider uh, cloud provider on premise the people are always concerned about how to reduce our costs so that's let's start true. with yeah let's uh, let's start with um, maybe idle resources uh, how to reduce yeah. these things yeah yeah so uh, when we talk about idle resources so that's uh, that's i would say that's the culprit of your costs so um, when we talk about idle resources um, i'll first define what are idle resources idle resources are resources that uh, you are using on a we'll say not regular basis but you're using that but whenever you are not using that it will be still there so uh, as an example we'll take a virtual machine and uh, we'll say you are running a school so we know that that virtual machine is only applicable to the hours that the school is there so after that it's not needed so uh, asia has uh, different automation tools that they have provided that you could use to uh, manage these idle resources as, as an example uh, we could think of asia automation runbooks so runbooks provide the support uh, to have scripts to turn off and to start your vm so depending on your availability and uh, at what time you need these things to be run you could have scripts which will turn on and turn off your virtual machines and also uh, if you know the period that you are going to use and uh, what are the resources that there will that uh, will be there for a static period you could go for reserved instances so charit uh, if you know that you are going to use this same virtual machine for another year another two yeah. years another three years likewise you could plan for that then get a subscription with a reserved uh, asia vm subscription so that would uh, massively reduce your costs so they'll give you a discount for that as well right yeah if you so uh, yeah right. if you like uh, consider the amount and the uh, reduction it will be from uh, 30% to maybe 60% so you'll be amazed with the results and uh, there's this another term which goes with the, these idle resources we uh, often see that open resources that means uh, resources without an owner so how to cater those uh, resources tarith yeah so you mean uh, i believe you what uh, the technical term will be e, often resourced right yes. often yeah so uh, to give a bit of introduction what is that so often resources occur when a vm is terminated you know when we are creating a vm it's not just one service we are creating right so we need to assign ip groups maybe a disk a virtual disk things like that so what happens is we are done with the, we are done with the work on our vm so we turn it off or maybe we delete it but we do not delete these ip uh, ranges or the uh, asia virtual disk uh, static public ips etc so those resources will be there and the cost will be keep calculating for these resources so 
I think I, it, it, it's a huge unwanted cost because you are not using the VA. It, they will be just there, right? So, yes. yeah. So you, you can actually, uh, to, um, to overcome this issue, actually, you can use Asia resource groups. So you put all your public uh, IPs, Asia virtual disk blobs, and the VMs into one resource group. So if, if you are done with that VM, you just uh, get rid of that entire resource group. So, yeah. And uh, I think since we talk about often resources and idle ones, we should talk about our provision resources as well. Uh, yeah, but, uh, before yeah. moving into that, uh, in our previous session also, we talked about using infrastructure as code to handle these type of situations. So uh, in our IAC code, uh, maybe in Terraform or in Asia ARM templates, we'll have all the resources listed there. So can we use that to uh, handle these type of situations that uh, where we get often resources without a user and like that? Of course. Of course, actually often resources occur. So what happens is one developer goes, so he creates all these things and the other developer, so he maybe he left the company or something, then the other person comes, in charge yep. comes, and um, maybe he, he uh, forgot about these, uh, what do you call these uh, public IP groups and stuff. So he only deletes the VM. So if we have all these things in a Terraform script, right? So it means we know what, what has been deployed. So we just have to destroy it. We just have to uh, give the command for Terraform to destroy all the resources that have been created with this service. Yeah. So that's a great way. It's actually a very good um, uh, thing that you brought it up. So we can actually, how IAC helped us to uh, optimize the cost. Yeah, uh, we could give some personal experiences from the projects that we have been working on as well. Like uh, as practice, we don't use Asia portal to create resources but we use this code to create data resources so that we know uh, there are no resources that were created manually only through the this uh, our IAC code and we know when we run the next step if something is created manually that will be destroyed so that's a good thing right Chet? Yeah. yeah of course so Johan uh, you can talk uh, talk about this over provision resources as well I think it's one of the most common uh, recurring issues when it comes to cost optimization Yes, yes. So um, when we go through this each and every Asia resource that they provide, there are um, what I would say is levels. I mean, like you could start from a basic tier and uh, upgrade the service that you're using. That is there because um, there's a thing that you have to keep in mind when you're working with uh, cloud providers. You are using uh, and you have to you are you have to always pay for what you use so it's a huge waste to start with a bigger resource because you know in the beginning like when you're starting with something you're starting small so why don't you apply the same theory to your resources as well if you want something you could start with the basic tier then depending on the number of requests and the other things you could upgrade your services and um, when we talk about this basic tier subscriptions and these uh, services, Asia provides this uh, dev test tooling as well, right, Charit? That you could use uh, for your non-production resources that they'll uh, offer you some discounts. Yes, Johan. Um, so actually, uh, there are three different options that user can choose uh, for this dev test pr pricing. So the first one is uh, the individual. So it is meant to let users explore and get familiar with Azure services. 
and then uh, they have uh, enterprise agreement cu customers so um, they have access to uh, uh, low dev test rates for multiple subscription so funds that yep. are customers enterprise application will be used there so there yep. won't be any separate ones so that's a good thing right if you are working heavily with this you would uh, save more on that and uh, yeah, one common mistake that I've been noticing while working with uh, any cloud provider is that lack of knowledge. I mean, like people would uh, come to the portal and create various resources that uh, they wouldn't think the costs that are incurring and they, the way they are doing is not maybe the optimized way. So um, do you think that lack of proper knowledge would be a concern in when we talk about cost optimization, Charit? Of course, uh, to be elaborate on that, a lack of um, proper knowledge on how costing happens on the resources we create. Because when you go to Azure portal, it's just it just click off a button, right? Creating a VM or whatever the thing, it's just true, a click true. off a button. So therefore, I believe now, now a lot of developers are full stack developers working with cloud providers. So it's not like there's a system, cloud system administrator always there. So when developer requests to app service, he'll create it and give it back. So that's a huge time waste, um, in my opinion. So this is a common practice now. So developers create their resources in Asia. So I think, I believe, yes, developers should be conscious about the cost that they create on Asia, right? Not just Asia on any yep. uh, cloud yep. provider. So if they knew this, all right, so uh, we can easily overcome this over-provisioned issue that you just talked about as well. So yep. for an example, service bus, right? So service bus has standard and premium and basic. So if developer knows how much it costs, right? So if he'll also think of, okay, can I do it in the standard uh, standard tier, not going to premium? Maybe he'll he'll design it ag accordingly, yeah. not just wasting huge uh, money on that one. Just so if, yeah, yeah. One, so one thing not like uh, if if you know uh, what's the cost difference between uh, standard and premium, you would definitely stick with standard. Because yes, I it would be yeah. multiple times the, than the standard. Exactly. Yeah. I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was huge. I yes, can remember. Very, uh, that's why I brought up yeah. uh, this service bus. That's a good example. Yep. Uh, another thing that I would like to suggest is that uh, Microsoft has so many uh, free content available for you to go through uh, regarding Asia. They have several certifications. And um, when we talk about uh, Asia Cloud Practitioner exam, they were providing free tokens uh, within last uh, few months so that you could uh, get to know more about them, uh, that Asia portal and Asia services and also to get yourself certified in something. And uh, when you know how these services would be used and how to use this, uh, utilize these services in an optimized way, you would save a lot of costs. Yeah, actually, and, and one very important thing, because uh, when it comes to cost, you'll anyways have to pay, right? So one yes, way or another, course. there will be a cost. There, there must be a cost. So that's how this ecosystem works. So keep in track of the resources that you have created, right? So I think uh, why it leads to these orphan resources and idle resources is that we do not keep track of the resources that we have created, right? True, true. Uh, Johan can add more to that. Um, yep, yep. So um, that's why we need someone to govern a project in Asia. So uh, people often doesn't like to see any hierarchies inside teams. But uh, 
in my recommendation i would like to have a single point or a set of group that would govern these asia related things i'm not telling that uh, everyone shouldn't be involved but it's better that uh, if we have someone to blame to if the cost goes high so uh, i mean uh, when talking about the duties of a person who will be governing these uh, asia resources we could see he could uh, manage the subscriptions and to see what are the idle resources and to work with them and this uh, asia portal it will give several recommendations on uh, how to reduce your costs try to utilize those and uh, use these tco calculators and um, asia cost calculators to see uh, how to reduce costs and um, as a practice as a team uh, will we have a practice that we have been following that if someone is creating something in the portal that you have to add your name as a tag this is created by this person and the purpose of this resource is this so that would give you two uh, main advantages one it will prevent the other users from uh, overriding or deleting that resource and when we know uh, when to delete that resource if that resource is opened yes Charit. and um, one thing that i would like to highlight is that uh, the recommendations this asia portal provides we have been talking about that also in uh, in throughout the session like uh, how would you recommend to use these uh, recommendations that asia provides so you mean uh, the asia, asia cost management tool right tools yes yeah yeah so it's actually so i'll uh, so there's a tool called cost management in uh, comes uh, free uh, in the asia portal so what it does is it collects data and enables analysis that can help uh, you save cost on asia services so so asia provide um, additional tools for cost planning and optimization so including there's something called uh, asia advisor cost calculator cost analysis um, cloud in asia budget um so which lets you track resources usage and expenditure for um, asia and um, uh, and and other cloud providers as well some of them support actually so from what i mentioned there were some uh, third party tools as well yep so it it's it's as johan mentioned i think it's very critical to keep track of keep a track of the resources that you create otherwise what will happen is you will have a vm that has been running for over three years no one will know what it does right yeah and everyone people so after when it's running for um at least even after six months you'll if you can't figure out what the, this uh virtual machine does that's a huge problem you can't delete yeah. it you know you don't know what you will break right so yeah. this is uh, something you must do uh if you are using any cloud provider not just as Asia. developers charit uh, we all have this thing that uh, we are afraid to delete something that uh, we think it may lead to a bigger course so if you have this uh, tagging and you know what are the resources that are being used and uh, this is used for this purpose you would confidently go and delete that resource without waiting for other parties to involve yeah i think in our practice uh, we use four tags uh one is provisioned with so that means the tool that we are provisioned with so it could be manual terraform or asia pipelines and then provision by so usually we put uh, whoever created that resources uh, email address so, so that they can easily uh, contact him and third one is the service 
so what's the service it's providing and what's the project because we have a couple of projects alongside so you can adopt those practices as well into your Asia uh, management yes so Charit uh, I think we have talked a bit about the experience that we're having from Asia I think uh, people who would listen to this uh, would grab something useful to optimize their costs so uh, to wrap up guys uh, we tried to talk about our experience on Asia projects as well as other cloud providers and to uh, give you tips on how to reduce your costs so all right guys I think we have covered a lot about Asia cost optimization on a, um, Asia so uh, it's a very vague topic uh, we can't go in depth about how services handle so we we talked about very common uh, common or general uh, principles, rules, tips and tricks that we could use to uh, reduce the uh, pricing. So thank you very much for joining with us. Please uh, subscribe to us on, uh, we have all uh, our podcasts in all major platform. So yeah, have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening.